0: Hey, what's up? This is Jared Gray, your co-host for the evening, my buddy Clutch Russ over here joining me for your top 10 IEP defensive backs for the upcoming year and possibly a little bit dynasty mixed in. We'll talk about both
1: of them. Uh, First of all, you know, appreciate you being here, Clutch. How you doing? Great, man. I just been getting some information gathered with these top 10 guys that I got and a couple extra bonus feature guys and excited to see who we all have the same and who we don't and where it's just going to be more of a personal choice on who's got ranked over who but it'll be fun yeah so
0: the, the key to the head-to-head if you guys are just joining for the first time we're going to bump heads a little bit here and there uh obviously me and russ get along we've known each other a long time but we're going to have some disagreements uh we've already had a little discussion here and there before we joined the show and we're going to mess with each other a little bit if you are new to the show, but we're going to get right to it and pop see where you where we stand. We're going to straight to my man Russ. Your top ten include Buddha Baker, number one; Judah, uh, Jordan Poyer, number two; Jamal Adams, number three; Derwin James, number four; Jesse Bates, number five; Jeremy Chin, number six; Antoine Winfield Jr., number seven. Kevin Byard, number eight; Justin Simmons, number nine; and Kenny Moore, number ten. So, give me a little breakdown from your ten to one. Uh, Just tell me why you decided which one you why you decided that way.
1: Well, when it comes to the top spot, I like to try to get guys that are the most consistent, and then so that's Baker and Poyer, in my opinion. And then, as far as Jamal Adams goes, I know he had the one big year, kind of had a little bit of down year. There's more of a big spat, splash play type of guy.
0: Well, with, with Jamal, you know, he did have two shoulder injuries last year, apparently, that he came forward about. So, that, you know, it, he still had a pretty decent year for he, before he hung up the cleats last season. And I'm pretty interested about what he's going to do.
1: Right. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I, I try to, uh, I guess when I rank these guys, I use injuries as the exact, the last thing to use to try to rank these guys you can't predict injuries yeah they might have something nagging all these guys are playing with nagging injuries so I just want a more consistent database as far as tackle volume and things of that nature with the big plays that he was able to do so I try to eliminate the injury perspective from when I'm making these lists to some degree not saying that I don't all the time but overall that's, if all, everything's a clean slate, this is my list. Other than Jesse Bates, which is next, I probably would have a little bit higher. But he, he's a holdout possibly. So that's that's a wait and see. He could go up maybe one or two more spots. Or he might just kind of stay there. I don't, I don't know yet on him. Jeremy Chin, young. Love what he does in Carolina. Not a big believer in the linebackers there. Kind of disappointed in Shaq Thompson. Hopefully he can do better and prove me wrong. Uh, Anton Winfield, we talked on the last show about him. He's a great player with great range. Uh, Kevin Bayard also. Him him and Justin Simmons, I think, are almost kind of identical. I mean, it's all personal preference there. They're both in great divisions with chances to pick off the ball, play some heavy run teams. And then Kenny Moore, I'm kind of surprised that I have a cornerback in my top 10, but, man, he had one hell of a year last year, and I, I'm going to give him some props for that. He's up on the box all the time with the line of scrimmage, so that's that's why I put him in my top 10. I like it uh, overall, really solid
0: list. Um, so we have some of the similarities, and I'll, I'll talk about why I have my guys the same as you. Uh, at number 10, I have Jesse Bates. The biggest issue with me is the holdout. I think he's a top three safety. He's been a, a top three fantasy safety for four years running. I mean, him and Williams were were both were two and three at one point a couple years ago, and they were on the same team. Yeah, Tracy Walker, this is my number nine. The biggest thing for Tracy Walker is he's been battling a knee injury for two years. I think he's finally healthy. He had a really solid finish to last season. Uh, You know, I think he's a top 12 guy, no problem. You know, especially if they're going to play, they're going to have to score, which means you're going to score against them. So I put Tracy Walker as my number nine guy solely based on what he can be. Uh, Honestly, he's probably a top 15 safety, top 20 safety. But I, if he makes a big move, he's a top 10 guy, and that's why I moved him up here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, their linebacking core at Detroit I don't think is that solid either. So, I mean, he's got room for volume for tackles there too. I agree, uh, which is exactly why I did my number eight
0: guy this way, Minka Fitzpatrick. They've had a very <laughs> up-and-down linebacking core. Yeah. and. We both talked about this last week. T.J. Watt, we do not consider a linebacker; he's an edge rusher. And don't get me wrong, I think he's arguably the best defensive player in football, what, behind Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald's the goat. That's just my opinion. So, Mika Fitzpatrick as my, you know, my number eight guy. I, re- you know, you saw that last year. He played really, really well. A lot, a lot of people wondering why he's getting drafted so early. You brought it up, but he has no linebacker in core in front of him and that that has been the biggest issue for me is i don't i don't trust him dude i just don't trust the guy my man nino's in the chat appreciate you nino welcome uh glad to have your big dogs in the building uh let's go with antoine winfield junior we have him in the exact same spot uh i am the biggest antoine winfield junior fan on the planet i've been blowing him up since Pre-draft, he, you know, he went to Tampa in the second round, I t- and I blew him up in my mock draft, said he should be moved up to a, a top first-round draft pick, no, no problem. I think he's better than his dad. Just the truth, that's just how I feel about it. Jeremy Chin, I'm kind of right with you. Uh, for me, he's he was the freak athlete behind Simmons at the combine. You know, he finished just basically second in every category behind Simmons, 40, vertical, broad jump you know he was just he's just a freak and he's a a tier one linebacker playing safety and because he's he's too athletic not to have him in the back uh the back half of the field which is just how i feel about jeremy chin and but i do feel a little bit different about their linebacking core this year Corey littleton couldn't really find a spot at la he wasn't being played right he's now at carolina um I think that team is completely different than they were last year. Good offensive line. Their defense looks better. Brian Burns, we've already talked about one of the top defensive linemen in football. I truly believe that, which which just makes Jeremy Chin better. I think we agree on that.
1: Correct. Yeah, they also got. You think uh, Damian Wilson does worth it, does anything for uh, Carolina? Um. So I, I I like Damian Wilson.
0: Uh. I just don't know if he's going to be a top tier guy
1: Right if, if
0: for tackles. He's great. Right. Right. Uh, not a great coverage guy at all. I mean, we saw that last year, but they did had the green dot at one time, you know, at Jacksonville. So right, it, he, he's been moved twice. He's been a top tier PFF graded tackler, just not a, He's just not good in coverage, so we'll see what happens. But that's why Corey Littleton's there, he's pretty good in coverage. Um, so Buddha Baker, you have him as your number one, I have him as my number four. Uh, our graphics here down at the bottom, we got Buddha Baker as your number one. (laughs) My number one is Derwin James, so that's my graphic underneath. But Buddha Baker, he's just slowly dropped. You know, if you if you looked at for before, um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury showed up there, he was the dude, right? right. And he, he was a top tier, top one, two guy. And I still think he's that good, but how he's being used in comparison, I mean, the guy sitting right next to him is a really solid guy. And I think, you know, you believe that too. Yeah. You know, but we'll get back to him in a second. So I have Buda Baker just dropping a little bit because Cliff Cliff Kingsbury does not use him very well. Uh, in comparison to how he used to be used. So, do not I mean, he's a freak, though. I mean, he's still one of the best athletes in football. Do you, uh, Jamal uh, Adams, Sagan,
1: go ahead. I was going to say, do you uh, care about any uh, contract talk or any of that stuff? Do you let that sway any decision-making? I believe he's in a contract here this year. So, he's either going to be playing for money or he's going to be playing for a job different somewhere else to be traded, possibly.
0: Well, he he just got paid two years ago.
1: Well, right, yeah, but they're in – He's towards the end of that contract, I believe. I think
0: he has two years left. I think he, you know oh. in his contract.
1: So I could be wrong. I'll check in a second,
0: but uh, I, I'm a. I don't. That doesn't sway me at all. Some contract year guys, I think, play really well. I think he got paid, and then he ended up getting injured a little bit because that's what ended up happening. So I still think he has a year or two left on his contract. Um, he's still he's a stud. And I love him. Uh, Jamal Jamal Adams, however, like we just talked about before. He had two shoulder surgeries, you know, what he says. To come off two shoulder surgeries and you were playing, you know, you were playing good injured because he really was. But don't get me wrong. That dude cannot – I mean, he gets beat deep all the time. He's just just not as fast as, you know, other teams' number one receiver. And getting over top of him, great. That dude in the box is scary good, though. I mean – there's a reason why this guy has nine, 10 sacks, you know, a year. So I love Jamal Adams for the sack potential you get out of him. Uh, Justin Simmons, I have a little higher than you. You have him in number eight. I have him as top three guy. Justin Simmons is just so dependable. I mean, I, he's, he's a top 10 guy, set him, place him, and he's a guy that honestly a lot of people don't look at. Like, oh, well, they've got, you know, they've got, Patrick Sertan there and they've got this guy there and they don't even like, dude, there's a reason why Justin Simmons got paid. This dude's good right. and he's reliable. So, you know, I, I have another guy that I just believe in that I, compared to Justin Sim- Simmons because he's so dependable. Uh, but Jordan Poyer, older guy, people are keep talking like, well, can Jordan Poyer still be a top five guy? Well, he was the DB one last year. So, yeah, guys. Uh, he can still be. He can still do it. And <laughs> Jordan Poyer is both as our number two guy, and he's just. You just can't say anything bad about him. He's got good coverage, good, great tackler. You know, good, D, good DB seals cover two, uh, cover two wise, good cover one guy. He, he's just my, you know, he's just there. I just trust him. And he's a guy that because of his age, people are like, oh, I, I, I can trust him for three years in Dynasty. I, I truly believe that, and maybe even four. So he's still very athletic. I mean, he, he ran a four four two the other day um, in his helmet and shoulder pad, so it ain't much difference. So he's a 4-3 guy as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, for, for me, Derwin James is, when healthy – because this is the biggest thing for him is the biggest athletic freak in football. He's who Jalen Ramsey wish he was. Like <laughs> honestly, I love Jalen Ramsey, but he ain't Derwin James athletically. Right. I mean, I, it's it's just the truth. I mean, and Derwin James is the back half of arguably the best defensive backfield in football.
1: I mean. They're yeah. loaded. So do you think his tackle volume is pretty high then this year too, or you think it's more of a big play type of deal for him? Listen, unless my guy <laughs> is healthy. <laughs> that sounds way.
0: I don't trust it. So <laughs> it's just the facts. Unless my guy K-9 is healthy. You know, and I, and he's coming up. I mean, I I talked to him plenty. His his ankle feels good. His shoulder feels good. You know, he's he's playing golf. I mean, I he's he's doing good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to see K-9 be used as a rusher more than you know a drop back middle linebacker. I don't know why you drop back a middle linebacker, but the Chargers can't continue to do it. And I understand. You're playing prevent because your quarterback is throwing five thousand yards. Okay, right. I understand this, right? I get it, but attack, baby. You got the best defensive back in field in football, possibly. Use that dude. I mean, he's too—he's too fast. I mean, he's a—he's a four-four he's a guy. So that's where I tell you. I think no matter what, Derwin James gets his. Yeah, well, I think his tack was good. I think he—you know—he's—he's he's a receiver playing safety. That's just the truth.
1: Right. Well, the opportunity with Clay Mack going over there, too, with Joey Bosa on the edge, if he can stay as well. Yeah, he'll be able to roam back there in the backfield and pick up some balls. So, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I was just curious just to see your thoughts with your boy, Kenneth Murray, eating up those I, tackles, hopefully, so then Derwin James can't get him. I think
0: you're we're going to be a little bit surprised about what the linebacking corps does this year at the Chargers. I have the Chargers picked as – uh, AFC Championship against the Bills, and oh. we're going to see who ends up winning. So, oh. Oh. all right, I like it. I, I truly believe that. I think they're one of the top two teams in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be a sight to see. I'd be pretty excited. I mean, I'm that not- could that could very easily be the actual the real championship. To be honest with you, yeah. So- I don't know. We're, we're. I mean, so okay. I asked you before the show. Give me two guys you're willing to reach on. And as DBs, that not necessarily you know a top 12 guy, top 15 guy, but you
1: think that nobody's really looking at, and they can levitate into the top 15. Well, I it wouldn't surprise me to see him maybe get in the top 10, depending on what happens with some of these guys. But uh, I really like that Jalen Thompson he actually finished 5th in my league in DBs and fantasy points. <clears throat> so with all the attention on Baker, I think he gets kind of left out there and is able to make plays on his own. <clears throat> he's really great player near the line of scrimmage and gets a lot of tackles. He's got range like none other and I like the versatility that he's able to bring to the table. So the Cardinals, which then brings me to the linebacking core the Cardinals with the big name Isaiah Simmons, everybody was hot and bothered by, and then Zayvon Collins. Like, I'm hoping I'm kind of wrong, <clears throat> excuse me, because I really want these two linebackers to succeed, and that means one of these safeties probably isn't. So that will be very interesting to see throughout the season how it's played out.
0: You know, with that, I, I agree with you, but I also think that no matter what happens, they're going to succeed. With yeah. Thompson and, and Baker because kind of like playing, you know, the Chargers, you're gonna have to score to beat the Cardinals. That I mean they run ninety plays a game. I mean, they don't they don't miss a round. So you're gonna have to score some points
1: and which means you're gonna have to throw the ball, which means those safeties are gonna get work. Right. Right. Well, and they're in a division also that they run the ball a lot with mean, the forty ers and the Seahawks, like it's opportunity is gonna be definitely there. Yeah, I agree. Um, the other player is uh, Cameron Curl. Uh, last year was eight games under 90% snaps. So, with Landon Collins gone, um, that number should raise and then hopefully is healthy throughout the whole season. And I think he could be a sneaky finish in the top 24, somewhere in there. Again, uh, there's some linebackers there I like. Cole Holcomb being one that I was always pounding the table for before. I think he has a good year this year. I know they got the rookie, Jamin Davis, which I also kind of liked, but it, only one of them can eat up all the tackles. So that, that dynamic there will be interesting. But I really like uh, Cameron Curl. He's done it before where mm-hmm. I think he finished in the top 15 uh, the year before. So the opportunity with him and learning from uh, – Oh shoot. The Panthers. Oh, who's their head coach now? I can't, I just drew a blank. You talking about the Redskins or the commandos or whatever. Commanders. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Why would you put me on a middle blank here? Oh,
1: Riviera, Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Ron Rivera. Yeah, there you go. Ron Rivera. So yeah, with him and all the work that he's had with some of the great pro players with Luke Kikley and some of the others, like there's he's gonna be taught how to do it the right way. So
0: I agree. I, I really like that pick. Uh he, he could definitely shine and you know, they got they got a top front four group for sure, yeah. which only helps the safeties. So right. uh I'm gonna go completely out of crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna my two guys that are dynasty picks that I loved as first round draft picks this year. My first one is Kyle Hamilton. Um Hands down, I mean, everybody knew it was going to be, you know, uh, a top 15 draft pick. A lot of people thought it was a top 10 draft pick. You know, we just the way the draft filled out, I mean, we just kept on laughing like, man, are the Baltimore Ravens really about to get Kyle Hamilton? Like, I mean, he's like a perfect breed for them. So, I mean, Kyle Hamilton isn't Ed Reed, okay? Uh, I'm I'm not ever going to say that Ed Reed's one of the greatest safeties of all time. However, Kyle Hamilton fits that scheme really well, and I think you're going to see good tackle numbers. I think, you know, Tony Jefferson's there to help him mentor a little bit, whether he makes the team or not. I think it's great for him uh, in training camp. Uh, Obviously, I'm a Tony Jefferson guy. Uh, The Ravens like Tony Jefferson. They brought him back, you know. So he's a team guy. He's a great player, and he's a great mentor. Uh, So I really like Kyle Hamilton as one of my top dynasty picks – And I honestly think he's just going to be an absolute stud, especially with they don't really have anybody that you're really keen on being over top of him. Uh, I don't love Patrick Queen in the middle. So he just just misses tackles, you know, and so I don't trust him. So I love Kyle Hamilton. I was real in between about my next one, okay, real in between, (laughs) especially with Jesse Bates teetering a little bit. Daxton Hill's a boy of mine. I like him. I like him. He's from Oklahoma originally. So went to Michigan. You know he was coached well by Harbaugh. But that's not my guy. My guy, pick number 32 right behind him, which I'm absolutely loving. Lewis Sign or Scene or whatever you want to call him. Lewis Lewis Sign from Georgia. Minnesota Vikings. Absolute monster year this year. I think that you're going to get him late. I think that he is an absolute gem. I think he very possibly could win defensive rookie of the year. I'm just a massive fan of his. And you got Harrison Smith right next to him who only is going to help him. Okay? He's a great mentor. He's a little older which makes me want, you know, Lewis even more. I just, I just love him. Like, what do you think about Lewis?
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's a great pick. Uh, I'll be cur- You think he starts day one? He's day one. Day starting? one, one hundred percent. Back to, I just had a question about Hamilton. Do you think he's day one starter, or do you think one hundred percent?
0: You don't get picked in the top fifteen, and not be a day one starter. All
1: right. Well, I know they got Chuck Clark there still, so I didn't know if they Chuck do Clark's
0: that. and Chuck Clark is going to get playing time, right? But who's who else is there? Right. Right. Because Elliot is gone, right? Which yeah. was him and Clark. So Elliot's gone, it means Hamilton's there. Clark is going to be a role player, yeah. And I still think Clark's—you know—if he doesn't get dealt, which somebody could easily take him, right? You know, I mean, there's 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 some hurting a lot of places. I mean, we're, there's some other guys that we talked about putting on here. Tyron Matthew, right? We, right. we like him. We like Marcus May. Both of them right next to each other in, at the Saints. I, that's scary, right? You know, because Marshawn Lattimore is easily a top ten, you know, defensive back in the league. So to have those two guys behind you, Matthew loves to mess with everybody. It's just funny that he gets to mess with Brady more, like two more games a year. So <laughs> right. I, I, I just they, they like each other. They play. They you know they mess with each other quite a bit. So there's a lot of respect there, and. Honey Badger, he don't play that. He don't play that. So I love him. You know, those. There's, there's a lot of guys we could have on this list, and I think we both agree. Obviously, I have some a little different group than you. Um, but overall, I'm I'm a fan of both yeah. lists. Kenny uh, Morris is spicy. You know, he's he's the, he was dependable quarterback cornerback, and in that division, he could be impressive. So we're gonna see what. What he's all about for sure. Uh, Kevin Bard is the only one that I had to take off my list. I, I like Kevin Byard, I really do. Um, but I just don't love his age. He's the one older guy that I just don't love. I mean, we're talking this dude was—he's a Pro Bowl. Well, you know yeah. red sleeves and all.
1: Yeah, he's also in the top three to top five the last couple of years and all that PFF grade and stuff, which is kind of crazy to think about.
0: Oh, he's and he's an elite t- tagger. I mean, but and that's how I feel about Logan Ryan, right? Especially uh, going, yeah. him going to Tampa. That's a that's a smart move. You know, I'm sure that had, Brady had something to do with that one. Um, I love Logan Ryan. I, I think he, I think he's elite. But what do we got left of
1: Logan Ryan? You know, I mean, right, right, yeah, yeah. There's a couple players on here that I think you know they might have one or two years left probably still in the top uh, 24 for sure. And then after that, things will definitely, I think, get shaken up a lot, especially with all these younger guys, like you were mentioning. One of the rookies I'll go ahead and throw out there is that Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, I believe. I think that guy. well Brisker. Yeah. Great landing spot, too, because they're going to be on the field a lot. Right, right. So I think that's that. that's the one that I like when it comes to some rookie action, so.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I I think we really see four or five defensive back rookies play a heavy role. You know, we've already talked about three or four of them. Um, I really like uh, the cornerback from Florida that went to the Buffalo Bills. I was going to mention him too. Uh, I love Kairi Elam. I think that he's – I think he's going to start opposite of Tredavious White, which means he's going to get plenty of looks because don't nobody want to show – throw a white. I don't care if he had ACL
1: surgery or not. You know, I I don't care if he, that dude is the lockdown corner. Yeah. So he he could lead the league and tip balls come next season. Yeah. I mean, watch out. I mean, Elam's no joke. I mean,
0: some people think he's the better Elam, which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's some high praise right there. You know, Sauce Gardner, great cornerback. You know, we're going to see plenty of him. You know, we, J.C. Horn from last year in, in, got injured and early, and he looked great early. I mean, he looked he looked pretty unstoppable. You know, Trevin Diggs, uh, Stefan's brother, we, he's really good. I mean, they're just young, man. There's so many young players. And I think that's why I love the DBs group moving forward in Dynasty. Who knows? I mean, this is just the cream of the crop. And I think we're just gonna keep building and building and building the you know, obviously we have our rookie top twenty coming up very soon that we're gonna discuss your twenty compared to my twenty, see if we bump some heads again. <laughs> but I appreciate
1: you coming on again. Uh what you about? Like tell me what tell me what you got going on. Uh just finishing up some rankings of some linebackers and trying to shake out, you know, all the little nuances through, you know. 30 on down, or whatever, you know, just trying to figure out who's legit, who's not, who do I really believe in compared to what everybody else is talking. Sometimes I don't like to follow what everybody else is talking about. I kind of have my own way of doing things. And the same way, obviously, <laughs> you got tackles involved, your scoring format, all those variables play into factors. So, I mean, really knowing your scoring system and your position designation and all that jazz really helps everything out. So just love living it up for IDP right now. It's the summertime and trying to stay out of the hundred degree heat.
0: I hear you. Uh, so we're moving fast and furious. Uh, we only got a couple of weeks until if, if that, you know, I think we're talking about 12 days until, you know, training camp starts. Rookies are reporting this week, you know, for some player, for some teams, it, you know, we're, we're getting it hot and heavy. So next week, I think we're just going to jump straight into it. We you know, we've done our top twenty-five. We've done our uh, DBs. I think it's time to do our top linebackers next week. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're just going to get right into it. I and I think that you know we have a few guys that are already in there. So I appreciate you coming on. I, I cannot wait till next week. I think this is going to be great. And remember, we have a Patreon at Toyota and Titles. Check us out. Check out the links. At Patreon, there's some great levels to it. If you guys want a conversation, you want to get in the chat, talk about what's going on here and there. We are going to answer all your questions on IDP every week at the head to head. But until next week, let's go, let's go, let's go.